Hello, and welcome to Core Sampler, the podcast where we drill into the Sitecore community to bring you insights into the work talented people are doing every day on the Sitecore experience platform. Whether you're a developer, a marketer, or both, we're glad you're here. And now your host, Derek Dysart. Welcome to Core Sampler. My name is Derek Dysart, and in this episode, we're talking with Rick Bauer. Rick is a marketing consultant with Proficient, uh, a Sitecore partner here in the United States. Uh, Rick, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Derek. Appreciate it. Yeah, so I uh, I wanted to kind of get you on. We've had uh, you know quite a few technical uh, technical resources on. Um, you know, talking. You know, we've we've covered uh, a, a colleague of yours at Proficient, John Upchurch. We talked about sure. the, uh, Ignition Framework. Um, you know, framework definitely targeted developers, but I think, you know, I, I get a sense as I'm working with individuals, uh, that are implementing Sitecore, uh, a lot of, a lot of marketers, you know, they, they, they purchase the platform because of, uh, you know, probably the potential that it shows. I think if they needed just simple content management, um, you know, that problem's fairly well solved at this day and age of whether you're working with an open source platform like, you know, like WordPress or Drupal, or even, you know, some of the lower level .NET content management systems like Kentico or, or Episerver. But I think a lot of, a, a lot of marketers are drawn to the Sitecore platform for, you know, some of the advanced kind of automation features that it has, whether it's, um, personalization or, you know, multivariate testing and so forth. So that's, you know, I was, you know, and you and I have kind of, uh, talked quite a bit offline. And so that's why I kind of wanted to get you on to kind of get a sense of, I, I think a lot of, a lot of folks are, you know, they're, they're kind of stuck at like, I don't know where to start. You know, they've, they've got, you know, maybe they've, they've, they've worked with an implementation partner, they've got their site live and they're like, no, okay, now I want to use all that cool stuff, but I don't yeah. know, I don't know where to start. So I don't know, maybe you could, walk us through at a high level and then we can kind of drill into different parts kind of where, 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 you know, if I'm a marketer, where do I start when I look at sure. this sort of stuff? Sure. Well, first of all, thanks for stepping over to the dark side of the marketers, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, is it the dark side? I don't know. Anyway, I, yeah, uh, I don't know. No, it's, I, it's, I mean, a I'm, lot of developers, you know, that they, you know, they're like, Oh, that's marketing stuff. And, you know, like I, <laughs> I, I find it interesting just cause you know, it, it's from a, de from a developer standpoint, you know, the functionality that's there, as long as you, you implement it correctly. It, you know, I don't have to write that. I don't, you know, if I, if I'm an architect or a developer that just comes along, that's, you know, as, as long as you implement Sitecore correctly. And I think as I've seen, as I've seen, you know, more and more people are implementing it quote unquote correctly. You know, it yeah. is, you know, page editor or experience editor compliant. Um, a lot of that you get, well, you know, a lot of this functionality just, you know, it comes with the platform. Well, and it's so that, that's an interesting point to make. It's it it does seem to be coming together the, the the sides, if you will, the the marketing and 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 dev IT even um just you know and, and there is a point to that you know um it's a it's a starting place you wanted to you know like what is that starting place and I think that first key starting place and honestly one of the hardest ones that I see walking into any customer that we're working with is basically uh, getting everyone on board, getting that alignment, getting the team to say, okay, you know, this, this is the right platform and this is what we're trying to do. And personalization for sure is the buzzword, you know, <laughs> and, and much to my, you know, chagrin, sometimes I'm trying to, you know, start talking about, okay, let's look at setting up your taxonomy properly, or let's look at, you know, figuring out some engagement scoring and everyone is immediately, okay, so can, how do we personalize this page? Right. You know, and it's like, okay, yeah, we'll get there. And, and I've actually found sometimes jumping ahead and just kind of 
giving that demonstration even on their own if they're if they're that far on their own instance to to demo that on their site just kind of gives that pause and then you say okay so now that you see that let's go back a ways but yeah i mean that that power of personalization and the power of ab testing and and the security that sitecor offers and the, the scalability that it offers and you know even more of that fact that it's basically let's say rolled from you know one you know one piece of cloth all the way through and through you know it's not a it's not an acquisition based uh solution so it's you know i, I like the continuity in that case yeah it's definitely baked in at a, at a, at a low a low enough level and i think you know i think at least when i've looked at it and kind of worked with people it's it's um it can be daunting. You know, you're like, right. okay, well, where do For I, sure. you know, I want to do personalization. Well, where do I start? Right. Well, you know, you know, they see, you know, they may have gotten a demo of a, a, you know, a fully, you know, decked out site that, you know, they've got personalization and they're, they're personalizing the homepage and all these, you know, there's promos on there and they're varying copy and they're like, ah, that's what I want to do. But well, you know, where do I start? Right. And it's, you know, I think you, you, can't you can kind of look at you know at least and correct me if i'm wrong here you kind of look at like here is where i want to go but right you know and you're you may map out a path to get there but you know part of Mm -hmm. part of this whole process is it's not like okay now we're done and it's all personalized you you got to look and see okay did we personalize this did we hit the mark are we are we right absolutely are we converting more or what are your goals right right and, you know, and then, you know, if it, if that didn't work, then adjusting them, which which brings it back to very traditional marketing. And that's that hard part is it, I think there's a little head spin that happens for a while. And it's I just ran into this, you know, a, a customer saying to me, you know, sometimes this is too personal, you know, not, not personalizable, but I'm making up words now. But it's it's, you know, you can do anything, you know, when when somebody's like, can Sitecore do this? I'm my answer is always. Hey guys, the answer is always going to be yes. It's to what degree of customization do we need? Because, you know, mm-hmm. built on dot, net, sure, you know, we, we can develop that for you, but what's out of the box versus, you know, what's that going to take? And so with that, you know, even on the analytics side, you know, being able to customize reports and such, it's, it's kind of like reeling, reeling the marketers back in saying, let's not boil the ocean. Let's, let's start from, you know, the out of the box functionality and get some of those basics going. But that's, you know, that that's also part of that initial phase is just, you know, besides aligning the teams, it's reeling everyone in and saying there is a process to this. And let's not forget basic marketing that, you know, you're still going to want to measure MQLs, SQLs, you know, all those marketing qualified leads, et cetera. You're going to want to measure that and you're going to want to have some sort of KPI, something that you can say, yes, this was successful. And and all of that upfront piece, um, which Sitecore can certainly report on, but I still emphasize have a spreadsheet or two, you know, have a Google Doc where you're setting all this up so you have a record of it and you can simply open up one screen and say, where are we on all this? And that's something that you can share out to. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's even just, you know, asking the initial question of what is the goal of this website? What are, you know, and I think you touched on it of, of having, yeah, absolutely. you know, whether it's a, you know, capital G goal in the sense of a, you know, a goal set up in marketing center in Sitecore, mm-hmm. but just even, you know, what do I, you know, what, what do I want my visitors to do? Are, you know, am I in e-commerce, you know, e-commerce is pretty cut and dry. I want them to, you know, technically I want them to hit the receipt page because that means they bought bought something for me. But maybe if you're not, if you're not directly selling something, a lot of times it's like, you know, I want them to, I want them to get onto my, my email marketing list. I want to, you know, Mm -hmm. I want to acquire them that way. Or I, maybe I want them to download a white paper and, 
you know, by doing that, we, we maybe ask them to give up some information. Um, right. So, you know, a lot of times I think, like you said, this is just goes back to marketing. It has nothing to do with the website. It has everything to do with what, you know, what do I want my customers to do and right. then tailor the website to do that? Well, and that's, that is that piece where it's trying to educate saying, Hey, as much as you as a business solution, you know, or as, as a business want the solution, uh, it's about your customer too. It's that, it's that experience. I mean, we are talking about an experience platform. We want that customer to have that, that feel as if you know them. I mean, friends, family, you know, people are getting to that age in my own life. And as a marketer, I only use my own life as just a sampling, <laughs> but I mean, it's a big enough sample where I see people just immediately turned off if they don't feel like a website now recognizes them. You know, I just, yeah, Apple is, is, is a huge offender at it. You know, I'll, I'll have purchased something and then it starts pushing the same product. You know, it's like, why, why are you trying to sell me something I just bought? And you, you get that kind of piece where you start to feel a little removed, you know, from that. And that it's an important thing. And besides just that whole top level down of getting business and SEO and marketing and IT on the same page, it's getting to those goals that you're talking about. And, and, you know, there's those, the, the three types, you know, if, if we can talk about that, it's just the, sure. the, the informational, the transactional and the process. So I when I go through that initial workshop, which is a really good starting place, is that goal and uh, engagement value score. I'll start with like basically with buckets, like let's look at, you know, some informational goals where, you know, they're reading, they're accessing information, they're downloading a white paper, they're, you know, they're they're viewing a specific page, mm -hmm. um, the, mm -hmm. tra the, tra the transactional, you know, signing up, you know, filling out a form, certainly that receipt page, um, you know, joining a a rewards program or something like that. And then process is just the combination of those, which certainly can ultimately lead to automation and email blasts, et cetera. Right. Right. But that, that starting place, you know, before we even start talking personalization, we got to get there. We got to talk about those goals and we have to talk about the value and the scoring, which is, you know, besides the rules editor on Sitecore, you know, that engagement value score, those two pieces are some defining differences to me. Correct. Correct. Yeah, and that that makes sense too. And that's that kind of jives with you know projects that I've been involved with. That you know you you've got a you know some some of those goals are going to have a higher va you know quote unquote value, um, right? And that manifests itself technically in Sitecore as, as as this engagement score, um, which you know down the road plays directly into things. You know, set aside personalization for a second. Something like A/B testing, right? You know, you know if you're if you're testing, hey, which which of these calls to actions converts better? Right. You you got to have something to measure it with. And without right. without those goals in place, you know, it, there's you know, you're you're not really measuring anything. You're just, you know, randomly sending out two different. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and even above that, um, having those goals and engagement values in place can tell you where to test. Not only you, but it can also tell Sitecore where to tell you to test, <laughs> right. with, you know, with with its with that automation built in. Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely I mean, it is, you know, they with Sitecore, they have SBOS, the business optimization service. There is a program and I fully embrace it because I've had great success when it's followed, when it's kind of ignored and, and jumped around. And that's when people get very frustrated and get frustrated with the tool. So it's, you know, let's start at the beginning and let's take the time, you know, let's build those goals and those engagement value scores. Like I say, I start with a day or two workshop and, you know, it's that 
that almost cliche wall of post-it notes that that you'll see in in you know marketing or you know development offices. But yep. you know, there's a marker board, there's post-it notes, and there's arguing over value and and what those you know what this means to the business, et cetera, et cetera. But finally, you distill that down, and then you can start to apply those to a page. And I'll tell you, that's actually one of my favorite parts of my job is when. I get that email, you know, so, so you look at the analytics page on Sitecore and it'll have visits. If it's set up properly, yep. <laughs> it'll show the visits, right? But then there's this other, other line value per visits that's just doing nothing. When finally some goals and engagement value scores are built in and I get the email or the call saying the engagement value score is showing. It's like, you know, it's that, it's that, that level of excitement that they, they get into. And now you want, now they want more. And that's right. when I go, that's when I go back and say, okay, now let's set up some campaigns. Cause now, now what happens when we can actually start to track your campaigns and those channels and facets around it and tie that to a goal and tie it to an engagement value. Now you can start to say, how much is that PPC, PPC campaign actually worth to me? Right. You know, right. and that's, that's where it starts getting fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. It's, um, talk to talk a little bit, you know, I, I guess this is the, the technologist to me, but like, it's not that <laughs> difficult to set the, you know, once you've done the hard work of, of putting all the post-it notes on the wall and kind of determining right. that the actual setup of it is, you know, the Sitecore portion of it is, is really not that difficult. It's a piece of cake. I, 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 I say that all the time. I'm like, guys, the functional piece of this where we're building it in Sitecore is easy. It's the planning. It's the just getting people on board and getting people to take the time to go through that process. I think, I think that's partially why, you know, I'm brought into companies just to, <laughs> they almost like they're, they're paying me. So they have to force themselves to sit down right, and, right. and, and, and do this, but you know, that that's fine. And then they have somewhat of a, a guide, you know, um, to say, Hey, let's, let's, you know, step back here and, and take a look at this now. So, you, you know, you've, you've come this far with your wall of post-it notes. Let's, let's, look at it and, and maybe potentially reorganize it and, and think about it. You know, I mean, little things, I'll just throw an example out, you know, engagement value score can even be negative. So if somebody ha hits an unsubscribe page, you can provide a negative score. And that's something that a lot of people are not really even thinking of, or even as simple as a no score page, you know, mm -hmm. and again, this, this might get tricky for anyone that's not looking at Sitecore on a daily basis, but you, you can have a goal on a page and it may not be, have any value, it just can be a goal, you know, so they hit that goal, they trigger a goal, but there's no value to it. And I always say that goals and engagement value score work together and separate, you know, so okay. there's different ways to drive personalization. There's different ways to report. And so you can say, you know, it's an and or deal. You can say this person has triggered this goal and has a total engagement value score of X. If, if that, then do, then do it, you know, then either show this content, et cetera. Or it can be one or the other. They just did this goal or they just have this score. So it's it's that kind of piece where it starts getting a little tricky. So that's, like you say, the putting it into Sitecore, easy. Uh, just the, the strategy and kind of understanding the mechanics around it. Uh, that That's the this term, the aha moment. Right, <laughs> you know, that, right. that once once that kind of clicks, uh, it's it's a good thing. And from my standpoint, you know, from years, I started on 7.2 and working my way up through you know, uh, in digital marketing, you know, it took me a year to get comfortable with Sitecore and have those moments. So my goal is to say, let's, let's bring that down to, you know, three, six months for you guys and for your sure, team. So, sure. you know, I don't want people having to go through that process that I had to go through and go, wait, I just, I'm my head spinning. I'm not getting this. 
Yeah. Yeah. So where does, where does something like, you know, a, a common marketing technique is, is developing personas. Where does that kind of, mm-hmm. where does that kind of fit into this process, uh, you know, along with goals and, and engagement score and so forth? Yeah. I, I, I consider that a work stream, you know, it's something that can work in tandem if, you know, like say you have a, have a, you know, you're developing at the same time. I usually leave that to the agencies and the strategists, but um, that is something where that's research. That's that's figuring out who your customers are, who your competition mm-hmm. is, and starting to get that demographic and psychographic piece together. And that's you know that's that's a blast for those you know for the agency people. Yeah, that, yeah definitely. You know, there, there's a there's a, that's a you know complete art and science to itself. But I'm I'm thinking more right. along the lines of like, okay, so we've done that and we've got these five personas and we, maybe right. we even, maybe we even gave them names like Diana is a yep, you know yep, yep. a um a, a mother of four who is yep. a prof, you know a young professional and you know Harold uh, is a you know retired gentleman you know that mm-hmm. it, it, so now that we have those you know how can we leverage those in Psychor right so that's um one of my other you know anyone that I work with will you know have heard these uh this this quote, but I basically say, now that you've got your personas, let's just have them be more than posters on the wall in the hallway, <laughs> because that's what they are. You know, they'll have them sitting there and it's like, great, we we made John Jeffries, you know, or whatever. You know, here's yeah. this guy that we know all this information about him and it turns into a poster. Well, that's well, and, they, and they've got a picture yeah. of him, too, usually. Is. Right. Absolutely. And in and, and, and a frightening amount of detail sometimes. <laughs> but yeah. So now what we do with that now we're getting into that behavioral personalization piece, which is really a run stage in that crawl, walk, run, even fly stage of, of Psychor, but that building those um, profiles and uh, building basically a persona profile that allows you to then map content and basically start to say, okay, so, you know, it's, it, this is a little chicken and the egg, but what comes first? Does the profile come first or does the content come first? Usually I say it's a little of both, you know, it's like you'll have You'll have a general idea of the content on your page, but once you have these profiles, you might start to say, you know what, this page really leans towards X profile. Let's define that content a little deeper towards that profile. That way we can, for, you know, I'll just say, I'll just say stamp that page, if you will, with, you know, that, 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 that profile or that persona. Now, as somebody traverses through the site, when they land on that page, that pattern is picked up and then that will drive future content. So mm-hmm. this is a very, you know, this is definitely the eyes rolling back in the head moment when I start talking about this. You know, it's always fun when you got profiles, patterns, pattern keys, pattern cards, pro, you know, it's just like all these different pieces that make up this this behavioral personalization tool set. Yeah. But once you have it working, it can be very powerful and, and they can overlap. You don't just you can do more than just the personas, as you know. It's you know, you can have different types of behaviors that can be built out as profiles. And it's just it's just the ability to start changing content based on how somebody's traversing your site. Yeah. Yeah. And I think where I've seen the challenge is, you know, I think a lot of times they don't know how to score the content. Does this, does the, you know, does this content appeal to, you know, this persona versus this persona? Yeah. And, and, and people that do what I do, we have our magic bag of uh, documents that help plan these out. You know, we have the, we have the content and persona and profile planning spreadsheets. We have, uh, you know, the engagement value score planning spreadsheet. It's that kind of thing that, that helps. That's what those workshops do. So it's, you know, when somebody's walking into this, it can be daunting, but that's, 
that's why I do it in these steps. And that's why that profile piece, taking those posters off the wall and getting them into your website, that's a later phase because we got to get those goals going and we got to get those campaigns going and even some A-B testing going. Sure. So, and we let those run for a little bit. And even once you get the profiles and you let those run before you start saying, okay, this is the pattern that that definitely defines because you might start to see a different pattern emerge that you didn't even realize about your customer. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And what, yeah. So I guess kind of, kind of bringing it all around. If if I'm Mm -hmm. say, you know, say I'm a, uh, I'm a marketer. We we've, you know, we've engaged with a Sitecore partner. We have the site, we've taken it over, you know, and and maybe we have an ongoing maintenance relationship with, you know, whoever can get it or we work with somebody. Anyways, the the site's up and running. We've got, you know, we've got kind of step zero done. Uh, Our site's live. Now, uh, you know, I'm like, you know, we've, we've gotten over the, the hangover of the launch and all that. And now we're trying to maybe do a little bit of planning. I guess what, what is kind of the, you know, maybe I don't have uh, the resources to engage someone like you at a, at a, at a larger partner. What, you know, what is kind of the first step that they really need to kind of think about? It sounds, from what I'm hearing, it kind of sounds like defining, defining the goals for the site. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. So starting with goals and even maybe a little bit of that taxonomy piece so you can define and I just basically kind of say tags, you know, it's even Mm -hmm. a quicker, Mm -hmm. quicker way to understand that. But it's a marketing taxonomy that they can that marketers can edit themselves. They don't have to go back to IT or their dev team. It's just, you know, go in, set up your tags and be able to apply those to different goals and then moving to campaigns. Those really, if I say goals, taxonomy and campaigns, those three pieces are. I mean, that's that that brings your whole analytics uh, suite to life in Sitecore. And that's that's the starting place, because from there, you'll start to see what pages are key decision pages. Obviously, anyone in the marketing game will have a pretty good idea what are what are key decision pages. But you might start to see, you know, based on that value, a little more insight. So that's where you start to dive deeper. But certainly you're, you're spot on. That starting place is getting those goals defined. Um, and that's, that's where you start to actually see value. That's so like, once you kind of get that in place, then uh, like, like you said, it kind of lights up the rest of all the analytics graphs and all that. And, right. you know, being able to leverage, you know, leverage great tools like the path analyzer, I would guess at that point allows yep. you to, 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 um, kind of decide where you want to go next from there. So, yeah, and absolutely. And I'm assuming you saw the new path analyzer that's coming. Um, yep. The, you know, the more you have in there as far as it's, it's basically telling Sitecore about your company. It's basically th- these, these goals and more importantly, the engagement value scoring is telling Sitecore what you consider important. And once Sitecore knows that it'll start giving you some rich data back in that path analyzer, I'm sure is going to be more and more used. I mean, what a great tool to walk for a marketer to walk into the C-suite and say, here, look, I can tell you where we're losing people, where we're gaining people. You know, I can tell you where we should start testing, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Or where we should, you know, invest in like, hey, maybe we need to shore up this copy here or, you know, right. look at uh, <laughs> other assets uh, in, in this area. Yeah. We had, we, sure. you know, I had um, Alex Sheba on the show uh, a few yeah. episodes back. Um, his team was instrumental in, in, in building that path analyzer. And it's a, it, it, it's an amazing tool, uh, just yeah. both, both visually and, you know, technically what the, the information it gives you. No, I was just going to say, I'm excited to use it. I, I was watching it. Uh, I, I believe it was a, actually Alex giving the demo and I was just, 
just I want to get my hands on it. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, so I guess the, the the one other part to, to kind of cover, because this is, you know, and as we alluded to earlier, this is everybody's favorite part is where do you see most kind of patterns, general patterns of people starting with personalization? Um, you know, I my suggestion to most people is like start small. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, they want to personalize everything. And then when I kind of walk yeah. them through that, they're like, oh, wait, I've got to I've got to maintain five versions of that hero image and five yep. versions of this. I, I guess what's been your experience on like getting started with with personalization? Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't don't, don't over personalize. I've seen rule sets where I'm like, how do you even manage that? Where, you know, it's like the if thens is just like unruly. It's like that's insane because you're you're right. It's. It's I think there's that realization that suddenly that, oh, it's not just personalizing. It's creating 15 different pieces of content for one page. So now one page is multiple, multiple pieces. So, yes, don't you know, I'll say it again. Don't boil the ocean. Start somewhere. I I recommend landing pages and tying to campaigns. If you have campaigns and you have specific landing pages, start using maybe one key landing page for a campaign set but personalized based on channel or maybe a specific message. You know, if there's a, a multiple message campaign, let's let's have that URL um, with the campaign link tacked onto the end of it drive some personalization because that will quickly say to the customer, okay, I clicked on this link and it had this image and I land on this page and hey, this is familiar. Okay, I'm comfortable. I'm in the right place. How do I keep progressing? And that's, and then to be able to tie that back even more with goals like if this person is a known user you could change it up a little bit like that but sure. those those landing pages are a great place to start so like a, a landing page for a campaign maybe you've got a couple different channels whether it's ppc or you right. know, social media maybe you'll personalize something on there or saying that hey we know that this person came from twitter um and we want to feature this because you know maybe they're more yeah social media yeah. savvy versus you know this is a ppc campaign they're 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 coming from more you know, I, I hate to use the word traditional because web still feels new to me, but it's, you know, like <laughs> right. coming through a PPC, you know, channel is a, is, a, is a little bit different. Sure. Yeah. And, and and it's tying that back to your business and knowing your demographics, your customer, because you might know that your customer definitely widely varies when they're social versus, as you say, traditional web um, right. that you could definitely you know, there could be specific products that, you know, social versus web users are after and absolutely fine tuned to that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, this is the other one, I guess I suggest, cause you kind of alluded to it earlier. And I think back to, let's, let's think back to, you know, more traditional, um, mm-hmm. marketing, like, like direct mail. Um, I, right. you know, I get, well, you know, it's like, if I get a postcard from a company that I'm already a customer, you know, I think the classic one I think of is like, we got new windows in our house. Right. And, um, you know, I, I talked to several different vendors, you know, like, Hey, we're, we're thinking about getting replacement windows and, you know, so now I'm on their list. I'm obviously getting, getting, uh, postcards, but I'm getting postcards from the company that ultimately I, I, I contracted to do all the windows in the house. Right. You, you're, you're selling to me, you're, you're, you know, and you know, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the cost of direct mail isn't, I'm sure I'm not completely draining their marketing budget, but you're like, you're, you're, you're selling past the close as they would say is, you know, right. you've already got me as a customer. Why are you trying to still acquire me as a customer? So I think that might be another, you know, it seems like that would be another channel right for personalization of sure. you know, we've identified someone, uh, as you know, they're already a customer or they've already, they've already yeah. accomplished one of the goals we set out for. So, 
right? We're not going to ask them to sign up for our email newsletter because they're already on our email newsletter. Well, and I, absolutely. And this is the, you know, our, our fragile state now, you know, we, we, we get so easily offended, you know, if like, I, like I say, we purchased a product and now on the homepage, you're going to show me this and try and try and get me to buy it. Well, I already bought it. Why are you showing me this? You know, right. show me, show me an, an accessory to it or show me a related product and people that have a propensity to buy this, you know, usually buy this, show me that do it's that Amazon approach that everyone is always reaching for, but that's, that's kind of the, the, the promise that, that we're trying to deliver on. Yeah. Yeah. It's you, you just uh, had me in a memory flashback. I was a CMO for a direct mail company and part of my, part of my working my way up there was to design and build pearls, personalized URLs, if you remember yeah. those at oh, all. Yeah, but. <laughs> I, totally, I remember I, was, I, I worked on a couple projects on that, on the technical yeah. side. So that was, uh, that's some past life there. <laughs> but it did, it, it kind of led me to this, you know, this is the, the enterprise grade of, of that type of technology. I, I don't even, I, even that doesn't do it justice. <laughs> so. Right, right, right. Well, hey, Rick, I, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, kind of stop by and, um, you know, talk, yeah, he, talk with people. Um, where can, um, you know, people want to find out more about you and kind of the work that you're doing? Where where can people find you on the web? Sure. Yeah, thanks. Um, site Cordial. So it's site, S-I-T-E, and then Cordial is my twi- Twitter handle. Yeah. That's a good one. Thanks. And uh, so you can find me on Twitter with that. And then I also have a YouTube channel where I am doing actually in order training basically for, for marketers. So I've, I've got a taxonomy video. I've got a a goals and engagement value score video, and I should be posting sometime in the next week a campaigns version. Nice, and it'll it'll continue to grow from there. So yeah, you can find me on YouTube at at Site Cordial. Nice, and we'll uh, we'll definitely get links to that in the show notes, which you can find at CoreSampler.fm. Um, you know, and I would, I would, I would strongly recommend, even if you're a developer to check out that sort of stuff, just so you kind of know how, you know, it's always good to know how, what you're developing is, is Mm going to end up being used. Um, and it, you know, it kind of allows you to talk more intelligently to, to marketers. I think learning, you know, that's, that's been, you know, I came from I enterprise it, you know, my background goes, you know, way back into developing line of business systems. And I've, over the years kind of learned the vernacular of marketing and all that. And it's been, I, you know, it's part of me. I enjoy learning about new things, but it's, it's been, right. you know, mm-hmm. having that knowledge. So when, when somebody says something like KPI or conversion or any of the, these kind of marketing terms, um, <laughs> more knowing, acronyms. Yeah. 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 More knowing what they are is definitely kind of, you know, it helps you be a better developer and, and interface, uh, For sure. interface with marketing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've actually done, some of my training for our team at proficient and and it's it was it was actually kind of fascinating to me at first i thought oh doesn't everybody just know how psychor works and then you realize well no their developers are making the system they don't need to know how the marketers are using it they're just building it to a best practice and to you know a core system and it took me a while to realize that and so i you know i demoed it and and everyone was like oh wow that's really fantastic and and but marketers too have to cross that bridge the other way it's like you know for me, it's learning and I'm like yourself, try and start to catch on the language a little bit. I think it's a little harder <laughs> language to grasp. Oh, you know, there, there's so much, uh, you know, you know, marketing is rich and flush with acronyms, but but development is, you know, oh, no, it, we, it, we've it, cornered it, the it is quite literally. Yeah, <laughs> it's like acronyms and, you know, as as one would expect, talking in code. <laughs> so. Yep. Yep. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Rick, for being there. And, and you know, for those yeah, of you man, listening, thank you. yeah, those of you listening, um, you know, definitely check out Rick's video series. I think you'll learn some great things from it. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Core Sampler. To see show notes from this and past episodes, please visit coresampler.fm. There, you can also subscribe to this podcast to get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you liked what you heard today, please tell a friend and then go to iTunes to rate and comment on our show. Even if you're using a different app to listen to us, those ratings and reviews really do help others find us. Are you a professional working with Sitecore and interested in joining the show? Or would you like to leave some feedback directly? We want to hear from you. Drop us a line at info at coresampler.fm. That is all for this episode of Core Sampler. We'll see you next time.